from 23DB Production Studios in the Garden State, New Jersey. This is the Art of Music Tech with your hosts, Fela and Dennis. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello and welcome to the Art of Music Tech podcast. I'm your host, Fela. And Dennis. Hi, everybody. All right. Hi, Dennis. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? All right. Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, we're doing it again, so... Yeah, pretty we're busy. We're in good shape, pretty yeah, busy. Yeah, so they can't, can't complain as 23DV Productions. Um, and we find <laughs> time to do that and enjoying it. Exactly, exactly, which gets us to what we're going to talk about today, mixing in small spaces, slash bedrooms, slash basements. Um, it's great. <laughs> There's a lot of technology now that makes it very viable to do and um, not get kicked out by your neighbors for being too loud. Uh. <laughs> Room treatment, right side of speakers, right equipment tools, and understanding of what consumer, prosumer, and high-end. Yeah, and that goes to producers and engineering as well. Um, just getting the setup right. Um, doing and what's your what's your setup? Yeah, doing. You can some, do research if you don't know your setup yet. You can do research on yeah on Google, and that's what we're getting into now. Um, going from consumer to prosumer to pro gear, and uh, what's all what what equipment is in these categories? Um, we're gonna go over some of that. Consumer, okay, if you're making beats right on your laptop and you need two set two speakers, I will go for JBL, $300 for two speakers, five-inch. Yeah. You go on Craigslist, you can buy them for $200, $150. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> eBay, Amazon. Uh-huh, you'll find them on, on a deal, yeah. And you can get, I know you can get free softwares like DAWs on, online, but I know you can get Fruity Loops. I don't know the price for Fruity Loops, but it's a beast software. Yeah. Hit records are made on Fruity Loops. So All the yeah. hip-hop trap music, that I mean, that's programmed in Fruity Loops. Oh, yeah. And then... Producers take them to a studio, to a recording studio, like a rock star, right? Yeah. Track. Yeah, I think that that was done on a laptop. Uh, they had the uh, Post Malone and Twenty One Savage track, uh, "Rock Star." Yeah, that was done on a laptop and then dropped into a Trident console and fattened up. Man, yeah, it sounds great. It just jumps out of the speaker. Exactly, you represent. Yeah. With those beats, but they sound much thicker and sonically it's just different approach and appearance to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you can hear and I mean how, how it sits in the mix that it that was not just fruity loops and hitting your speaker, you know. It, yeah, you, you definitely need some uh outboard gear and some some extra you know plug-ins and whatnot to, to get that heavier expensive sound. most of the time expensive tools yeah yeah definitely 
But even though they're expensive, right? You don't have to have 48 channels of Trident or SSL or API. Yeah. You can have two. Two, yeah, exactly. I mean, and if you make what beats, it usually is, it's two, two channels it's going to boil down to. Exactly. You can run those beats through API preamps back into your... I'm sure you can do it in Fruity Loops or Pro Tools or Logic or yeah. whatever software you use. Mm-hmm. And that's name of the game because... Even big producers and engineers doing it like that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But the point is, figure out what you're trying to achieve, I guess, right? If yeah. you're a bedroom producer and you're trying to engineer. Because sometimes those trap producers, they mix and master themselves. They just put, I don't know, a limiter, crack plugins. <laughs> and, you know... Yeah. Many of us have been there, you know. Hey, you and gotta they, learn. You gotta learn. <laughs> you make it work. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so that's what playback speakers is talking about. JBLs, the Yamaha, the KRKs. They all have um, like three hundred dollar speakers that you know could get you get you going. Two speakers for three hundred dollars. Yeah, a, a set of speakers. Because I mean, once you get into the higher end, we're talking about thousands per speaker. So, um, so yeah, but to start where you're at and still be able to put out a a, a banging track that um, could get on KRKs. the radio, yeah, like most of the bedroom producers, I mean beat makers, yeah, you know. So I mean, then you get yeah. into microphones, which you really that's that's not one you really want to <laughs> miss a right. You want to skimp on. Uh, for even at the consumer level, you'll you'll always be like, why doesn't it sound like? And that's mainly why we're talking about like PG series, sure, um, the lower end CAD mics, um, and then using, you know, it, digital interfaces like Presonus and, and Behringer. M Audio. Um, M Audio, yeah. They're getting better, but on the consumer level, they're not really touching high end. Yeah. Yeah, that, not, yeah. Category. Yeah. Um, but you can record multi, you know, up to eight channels. Up you know? to eight <laughs> channels, you can do a full band. Yeah, full band. Drums, it, bass, and guitar, at it, least, and vocal. Yeah, yeah. You know, you won't get the warm sound that that you know our ears are used to hearing through radio hits and and stuff like that. Um, then you know you have to look at the prosumer. Or oh, should we get into prosumer now? Or prosumer, yeah. Because it won't, at the end of the day, it won't sound like a thriller, right? Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a di- just totally different level of everything. Music writing and, I mean, even recording, they recorded with just enormous amount of tools. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, because you didn't have Pro Tools, so. Yeah, but you had a... Uh... Like two or three rooms of SSL all linked together, I think. Going to tape. <laughs> yeah, going to tape. Wow. No, you know, editing, yeah. no copy-paste. Shout out to Bruce Sweden, the legendary engineer on, on that particular project. And I've heard so many stories from our friend Yama, too. Yeah. How he would record Michael, you know, in the studio. And you're like... Wow. The, I mean, the simplicity, coolness, and how they make it work, too. Yeah. It's all, you know, 
certain steps, levels, how you approach a certain vibe and certain tone and sound for yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. Yama is um, he was a he's a recording engineer as well in the in the city. Uh, friend of ours that's that's been around some pretty cool projects all around the he city. He owns a channel Neve console too. Yep, sure From does. Sixties, I believe, seventies. <laughs> yeah, it still sounds great. Yeah. But as far as prosumer, there are channel strips for like a thousand dollar. And on the consumer level, even we have uh art preamp. A dual mono channel uh, channel strip. Yeah, which we're using right now. You just change the tube, just get a better tube, and tubes are like ten, fifteen dollars. I mean, a decent tube. You don't want to spend a hundred dollars on on the tube to put into you know a three hundred dollar unit. But on the other hand, spend another thirty bucks and just you know make it fancier. Yeah. And it'll sound it'll sound good. It'll sound good for three hundred dollars. It'll sound good. It may even be close to a thousand dollar unit. Yeah. I mean, if you know how to utilize certain parts of it. And I think that's another thing when you know, when we put a better cable to it. I mean, it it starts sounding better and better if we put a a good cable and power cable to it. True. By using high-end products, at the end of the day, we invest in higher-end products, right? Rather than just buying a consumer-level piece of gear. Uh, yeah, uh, I found it instrumental in being able to get better gigs. <laughs> you know, it's people here, the product of, of great gear. Um, and and want it, so. <laughs> uh, speaking of great gear, Matt Noble. Yes, oh yes, he's he mixes in his a small space. Well, he he recently moved from L.A. to Nashville, Nashville I believe. So, yeah. so uh, but in <laughs> his L.A. apartment, um, wow, he had a really nice setup. He just had like an was the the avid. S three S three controller controller and had a bunch of great outboard gear and he racks and racks of analog yeah, gear. You could check out um a web, our video version of the Art of Music Tech on our YouTube channel Twenty Three DB Productions. Uh, check out that episode. You'll see how he set up, and you'll see that wow he he's working on big time stuff. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz tracks, you know, in a in a many other artists. One bed, yeah, one bedroom, yeah. I mean, and his room wasn't that big, and no, he had some um, he had some acoustic treatment right behind him, but and a little maybe on the ceiling, but he didn't have a sub. He had yeah, a three dis- yeah three way playback monitors. Yeah, he got decent sized speakers too. They weren't small. Either, but they weren't as big as those, you know, uh, Augsburgers. Yeah. In large studios, but yeah, still, he had the Proac. Proac and Focal. And yeah, Focal. They're just big enough for what he's doing, and he knows what he's doing in that particular room. But he would be like, 
I put a blanket on the wall and mix. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Let's go. No excuses. Fussy about, you know, bass trapping and nothing. He was like, oh, okay, no, but I, I know what these speakers sound like. So, but yeah, you, you know your equipment and you know what you can do with it. Same with us and our setup, which we'll, we'll post a, a picture um, of our setup to give you an idea of, of a, a small. And another thing with Jeff setup. Bova. Yeah. Right? He's in LA too. He had, he had the same amount of like analog gear with yep. different types, different units. Uh, he worked with Celine Dion and yeah, won a Grammy with her. Yeah. We, and again, check out our episode with him we, and you'll see his stacks and racks of great analog gear in a small room. He got ProAc 100, right? Yep. Those are passive. And the cables he's using, they're $10,000. Just for just for the setup. Yeah, I mean that's what it takes to get interesting. Yeah, pristine his, yeah, sound going into his your, setup was into your play into your monitor. So amazing, amazing. He was using a vocal mic, right? Oh yeah, from South Africa. South Africa. That was pretty cool. The name of that though. But mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll 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 post it too. We have a picture somewhere. Yeah. And then mixing great stuff and composing and doing work in their bedroom or living room. Yeah, you know, or small or small commercial space. Small commercial garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know, it, it's possible to make, you know, big albums. Actually, I think um I think Dave Grohl did a few albums in his garage with that uh was it a yeah, they won. Neve. They won a Grammy a, for the album, but they had a tape machine, Neve console. They got great tools. Yeah, yeah. Like you got that console and that that documentary um, Sound Nirvana. City. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I think he bought great it. Documentary. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Um, check that out. Um, it's, it was on Netflix or something, but yeah. If you can find that documentary, pretty cool for any audio. Um, audio geeks out there <laughs> and another documentary was called on youtube uh, about focus right the history of focus right too and it's like 20 minutes only but yeah it's a uh, cool documentary and uh, i mean again bedroom producers if you only do beats you only need three five hundred dollars to really get it going right yeah yeah I mean, having ability to make beats, but also have, you know, abilities to deliver ready, radio-ready tracks from your setup, you know, it's more valuable. Yeah, to your clients, to you, yeah, it just... A totally different appearance for your clients, I think. First of all, and of course, making money... Utilizing your tools, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Every I mean, step even, and what, you know, just getting what you need at each step. When you need to get better vocals, you get that better vocal mic. And, you know, it's it's, it's steps. But as far as mics for for studio recording and outboard gear, those clones. Yeah. The companies that just, they concentrate on just making clones for 
high-end gear like API, SSL, or Neve. And yeah, a lot I of those see out there, yeah. European companies, uh, South America, they have their own version of like SSL and stuff, stem audio. And that's cool because they're on prosumer level. They're not too expensive. I mean, 1176 used to be $2,000, the compressor. Yeah. Now they go for four or $500, $600. I mean, eBay, Craigslist, or... <laughs> yeah. Any marketplace, but the point is, a lot of people use expensive gear, and it's great if you can afford it. Yeah, I would go for a three thousand dollar compressor, right? But I know they use great parts. They use great technology to build that compressor, like retro. Yeah, they from California. But their units like three thousand dollars, but they sound on you know Maroon Five level. They sound on Coldplay, Radiohead level. That when you hear the snare drum or I know, yeah, you hear a kick. Yeah, yeah, it's it's undeniable sound. <laughs> yeah, it just it hits you. It hits the speaker properly. Yeah, in the way that it or the sound is already there, and what I like about a recording through I mean we all do we're all like expensive gear and record through expensive gear oh yeah but back in the day when we started with JBL monitors we had Yamaha monitors when we started four years ago yeah and we upgraded <laughs> we learned that you know there are certain things that you want here on the JBL monitor Mixing jazz is just not the right speaker for mixing jazz music, too. Yeah, which we do a lot of. So, yeah, finding the the stuff that works for what you're doing. Um, what we Our setup may not necessarily be great for a trap music setup, you know. So, essentially like our Eclipse speakers, that's just like hi-fi audio, like acoustic based instruments can only go through those speakers or they'll they'll start to crackle not that they're bad <laughs> they're fantastic speakers but they just can't take that electronic signal like that and they're, they're made for acoustic instruments and and that's what we use it to mix and master with though they sound fantastic we can hear the nuance everything we need to do as far as mixing and mastering they and hearing a natural in instrument, jazz, though. yeah. In and jazz, you gotta hear natural acoustic, instrument. Yeah, acoustics That's are big. A must. Yeah, but then we also have the focals and the um, the Neumanns. You know, that gives us a uh, different colors of those same of that same jazz style. But um, what's going on on each of them? We want it all to sound good on, through the different sources. You know, headphones. The playback monitor is saying the normal thing that you're doing when you're mixing. You you need it to sound great on every platform. I mean, as far as mixing, Sonar Works is a great oh, plugin yeah. and tool to calibrate your room. And you got a small or uh, a medium-sized room. You can calibrate any speakers and make your room, you know, sound tighter. Oh, yeah. We got that tip from um, Jeff and Tyler. 
And Jeff uh, Bowler too. He was using Sonar Works too. Oh yeah, as well. Please check out the Art of Music Tech um, video versions that we've been doing over the past two years before we started this podcast. Um, great information um, just from people that's doing it in all facets. Uh, Jeff and Tyler, they work at SNL, uh, Saturday Night Live, New York City, uh, and all sorts of jazz recordings. Um, yeah, check out that episode. Very, very good. Very good. You can. It just shows you how you can work in different facets from live to recording. You know, it all works. You know, and their room isn't that big. They yeah, they have again, a smaller room. <laughs> they yeah. Oh us. yes. Oh yeah. And they do a lot of post production. Oh yeah. Well, they've been I think five time Grammy nominees. So yeah, they're doing something right out of that room. <laughs> yeah. Interesting how. With digital technology, with software, they help you, you know, get better. And that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even that expensive. I mean, this, you know, for what Sonarworks does, I mean, 300 bucks to get any monitor playback system, like, spec to where you're at, you know, and, and sitting right, it's just worth it. Even if you have KRKs, stuff like that is is best to to there is always invest room in to from the beginning improve right oh yeah in any in any setup you can always improve because amount of tools nowadays and with all the uh, digital technology period they just Damn. get better results with microphones like loot microphones yeah they just get better results because exactly. they're utilizing best technology technology available right now right you know not something that they did a few decades ago um there's always room for improvement and that's what i love about these up and coming um manufacturers of whatever of microphones cables everything is just pushing the technology forward because i mean it's coming up in so many other ways between podcasting and and ai you know artificial intelligence stuff i mean audio is just exploding and i mean it's it's a lot of jobs out there and the more up to date you're on on what's out there the better time you'll have and knowing what you really need to get the sound that you want um and you know we we were mentioning a lot of the the pro stuff <laughs> through, um, you know, Jeff Bova and Matt Noble with the pro act, um, playback monitors and, you know, the focal, focal, uh, three way, um, monitors, which sounded excellent. We got the two ways in, in our space. Um, Matt Noble had those and check it out on, on the, the YouTube page. Again, um, we'll have, We'll have these links uh, in the YouTube uh, download as well. So check us out through there. Subscribe. Download us on iTunes. All that good stuff, too. The 23DB Career Tip of the Day. Next on the Art of Music Tech podcast. So, guys, career tip of the day. Consumer, prosumer, and high-end equipment and tools. And how to utilize them and make money, right? Oh, yeah. 
it's all about making money, getting clients, being happy with what you're doing and knowing you're doing it at your highest level right now. But don't do it just for money at the beginning. Because oh, at the beginning, no, yeah. you have to learn the basics. Yeah, you need to grow into it. But, you know, being aware. Like you know. all of us, we learn, we start where we at. Yeah, we're passionate about it. And it's something that we wanted to do for a while, for most of us. So use the best stuff possible. We're going to conclude this episode of the Art of Music Tech podcast. I'm your host, Fela. And I'm Dennis. Thank you for tuning in and let's go. Let's go. For more information of booking 23DB Productions, visit their website at 23dbproductions.com. Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work.